Welcome to the IASA Podcast Network. I am Rich Voltz, Associate Director of the Illinois Association of School Administrators. Today, our guest is Dr. Jeff Staywick, Superintendent of Tinley Park Community School District Number 146. The topic of this podcast is using a strategic dashboard to effectuate change and communicate to the public. Good morning, Dr. Staywick. Please tell our listeners about yourself and your school district. Good morning, Rich. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Our school district serves uh, roughly 2,500 students in three different villages in the southwest suburbs of Chicago, Tinley Park, Oak Forest, and Orland Park. Um, We are an elementary district, so we serve students pre-K through 8. We've got uh, a collaborative environment here. We make our decisions uh, collaboratively. We consider ourselves to be a professional learning community. We've got outstanding parent partnerships that we value. We're really focusing on making sure our communication with families is two-way, that we're learning as much from them as they learn from us. And we think we offer some pretty diverse course offerings and extracurricular opportunities, which make us special. So your district is utilizing the strategic dashboard provided by by ECRA for all Illinois school districts. Please explain to our listeners how are you how you are using this dashboard. Yeah, it's been an outstanding tool for us. Um, we use it for really two two um, very distinct purposes. The first is to measure our progress towards our strategic plan. Um, most people consider um, their dashboards to be a communication tool first, and that is our other function is to communicate our our current reality to stakeholders. But I really think, at least at this at this point in our use of the of the tool, it, it's most important to us um, as a as a means to measure our progress towards our strategic plan. We've got a um, a strategic plan that we take very seriously. Um, it doesn't sit on a shelf. It drives the board goals. It drives the superintendent goals, school improvement goals, all the way down to individual employees' professional goals. So we use the dashboard as kind of a, um, a measure of our progress towards those goals. How did you decide to put what information you put up on the dashboard? Well, that's a really interesting question because the board's been looking for a dashboard to use as a communication tool to our community for, well, for at least as long as I've been here. And we tried several different tools and they just really it was really difficult to know what to report. It it was obvious that we would want to post district characteristics, school report card type information, but that was all redundant to what you could already find on ISBE's website and with our state report card. So we really wanted to find a way for it to be meaningful. So it really started with our first strategic plan process in 2014. Once we had a strategic plan, we knew what we valued, we knew what our targets were, and it became uh, self-evident what we should be measuring and communicating. So um, that's how the dashboard really, um, really got started. How have you been able to determine if the dashboard is an effective communication tool for the school community and also for the community as a whole? Well, I have to be honest, I'm not really convinced that it is just yet. I think it's too new. I don't think it's a place that parents or other stakeholders are accustomed to going. I don't think there's enough awareness about it. That's one of the things that we've um, begun to do is is make it make it a place for parents 
to regularly visit. So I, I guess the, my first answer is that it's, it's not really yet. But that said, um, I think it will be. Um, the type of information we're putting on there, it's not just the rose-colored glasses stuff. It's not just us bragging about ourselves. We, we report the things that we have concentrated on and that we're proud of, but we also communicate the things that uh, we have in our sites as, uh, as a targeted area of improvement. So um, you'll find on our dashboard, some of the, there's, there are several stats that aren't particularly impressive, but if you click on them and dig deeper into them and the action plans that we have around them, you'll see that we intend to improve those. I think when, once we do, then it's going to really become a, a more valuable tool for for people moving into the district or people who are interested in opening businesses in our district um, or for young families that have uh, that are just now starting to care about the school district because they've got children reaching school age. I, I really think it's going to blossom into a, a powerful communication tool. You have your mission, vision, and guiding principles on the front page of the dashboard. How did you arrive at the decisions for the words that go into those various communication tools. Yeah, those are taken directly from our strategic plan. So the strategic plan process we use is we survey all stakeholder groups uh, pretty thoroughly. The questions for those surveys come from, um, how do you say, uh, from stakeholder discussion groups, I guess, small group discussion groups representative of those larger populations. And through the discussions in those stakeholder groups, we craft questions for surveys. The surveys then go to our entire population in each of those stakeholder groups. And then the board gets together and reviews um, reviews each group's answers to those questions to get to the bottom of what, what does a cross-section of our community really value? What do they see as our strengths and areas that they want us to improve? And and what do they see as, as most important for their school district? And from that, the board authors a strategic plan. And then the information that goes on our dashboard are, are just direct quotes from that plan. The second page of the ECRA dashboard are indicators. How did you determine what indicators to put on this page? Yeah, that's really, really interesting. So there's five categories of indicators on our dashboard. Four of them are the four different goal areas from our strategic plan. Student success or academic growth, um, school environment, um, communication and engagement, and finance. We also added a fifth category of district characteristics. Um, that's just pretty much demographic data, the basic school report card stuff that you'd see. Um, but it's things I think that people who are strangers to our school district would be very interested in knowing. Did you find any of the statistics that you put up in any of these five indicators surprising? No, not really. I think school leaders tend to live in these numbers quite a bit, so none of them were really surprising. But what I was uh, happy to realize is when you've got them all in one place and it's a place that you frequent, you're, you're constantly reminded of your current condition, which I think is a really healthy thing for school leaders. So are you incorporating school improvement activities around these numbers? Well, I, I will say that we intend to. Our school improvement teams should live in the dashboard as much as I do and as much as the cabinet does. 
so that they can set goals to change what they don't like about the information. But really, it works the other way around. Um, we report numbers that we've already affected or we intend to. So um, sometimes we um, will chase a statistic that we find in the dashboard, but most of the time we are either causing something to happen or planning to cause something to happen. And that's how we decide that it gets a place on our dashboard because it's something that we want people to see. The third web page on this ECRA dashboard are strategies that the district would be using to achieve the indicators. Again, how did you arrive at these strategies? Yeah, that's really, that's the good stuff. You know, the once the, the board writes the strategic plan, the administration and the school improvement teams uh, get started action planning. The idea is that we now we've got some very clear targets. We've got a very, uh, uh, very clear direction and some very specific goals. So it's a matter of going from A to B, and that's the practitioner's job. So the administration gets together and action plans each one of the goals. And then the board and I meet annually to decide which goals within the strategic plan should be our focus first. And that drives that, that action planning process. So once we come up with action plans, then we post what we intend to do inside each of those indicators so that people who come and see something that impresses them, they can read how we got to be that way. And if they see something that doesn't seem particularly impressive, they can click inside and see what we intend to do about it. It's really powerful that way. Who participates in writing the strategies? Well, it's typically the administrative team, uh, the administrative council. Um, but then our building administrators leave the administrative council and go back to their buildings where they have school improvement teams. And, you know, we can write all the action plans we want. It's really the school improvement teams that are going to be doing, uh, that have their feet on the ground. They're going to be doing all the work. So, um, they understand where our motivation comes from. They they are quite aware of our strategic plan. Um, soon, if not already aware of our dashboard, and they are the ones that are um, collaborating together to kind of write their own marching orders to uh, have the impact that the administrative team's action plans suggest we should. Recently, I was talking to a superintendent was also using this ECRA dashboard, and he was describing how he starts each cabinet meeting with the dashboard and also starts each school board meeting with the dashboard to get more of both the uh, in-school community and the general community to start thinking about what is in the dashboard and to highlight their strategic planning process. Have you done any similar kind of strategies to make it more evident that the dashboard's kind of driving what we're doing. No, but I really think that's brilliant. You know, one of the things that, um, one of the discussions I've had uh, with with ECWA, the, ECRA, the provider of the dashboard tool itself through IASA, is talking about how it really should be the mechanism with which we have all of our discussions about annual reviews or evaluation, particularly for the superintendent. If the board writes a strategic plan, and they intend me and our team to execute it, then what better way to demonstrate uh, our effectiveness or our results than um, to take them through a regular look at that dashboard, which of course would happen 
in public session, in open session. So I really like the idea of uh, I've made up my homepage. So it's the first thing I see every morning when I, when I open my computer. I think that's healthy. kind of just reminds me. It's really easy to get distracted by the daily operations or, or the things that, that grab our attention away from our mission, vision, and, and guiding principles. It's nice being grounded in the dashboard regularly so that uh, so we keep our eyes and f- focus on organizational improvement. So I think the more you can expose everybody in the organization and then our public to it, the healthier it's going to be. So I really like that idea. I'm glad you asked that question. Well, another comment I got from another superintendent, I'm doing this new academy now that's centered on data-driven decision-making. And I have this one slide in the presentation that says, if you if you don't know your numbers, you don't know your business. And this superintendent who was in the academy said, boy, is that a great way to think about using the strategic dashboard? Because there's the numbers, you know, you've set what your goals you're wanting to be. Those are the numbers and you should be constantly reviewing those numbers and also predicting what you think those numbers ought to be based on the work you're going to be doing in the strategic planning and, and the actual strategies to make the improvements. So I thought that was another good suggestion. Yeah, for sure. You know, there's some obvious things that I think all stakeholders will want to know about your school district that needs to be in there, but otherwise it's totally customizable. So I think it does a really nice job communicating and articulating what your school board values, what your local community values, and what type of leaders you have running your school district. But um, I, I think your quote is is spot on. You, you, if you know what you value, then you should know the metrics that that measure it. And uh, the strategic dashboard dashboard does a really nice job of doing that. And you get to pick your you get to pick your poison. You can have as much or as little on there. You can only put the good stuff on there if you want to um, just um, sell your district, use it as a marketing tool. Um, we find it's much more powerful using it as uh, as an analytic tool. And then ultimately, it's going to be an archive of all of our history of school improvement effort. So I'm really looking forward to years from now wondering, haven't we done this before? Haven't Wasn't that our focus in the past? What year did we do that? I'll be able to to roll back to previous editions of it. And um, it's basically going to serve as a district archive or history of our, of our effort to improve, which I think is uh, really powerful for, um, for those that, that come and lead this district after us. Do you have any closing comments you'd like to share with uh, others who might be listening to this podcast? I just really encourage people if they haven't, if they haven't dabbled in it to just open it up and, and, and give it a try um, the nice thing about it is, um, you know, our, our people that are involved with communications, our, our school leaders, our district leaders, we all have a hand in it. It's not the type of thing where you, you know, hand it to whoever handles your communications and, and tell them to tell your story and then forget that it exists. It's a, it's a living, breathing tool for school improvement. And if you use it that way, it can be really, really powerful. And I also would encourage people to give me a call or send me an email uh, if they need any help getting started, because uh, the first first handful of times I touched it, I didn't really know uh, what it could do or what to do or how to populate it, how to use it. And now it's it's second nature. And, and 
once that happens, it can be really powerful. So I'm happy to help anybody who uh, who'd like to learn more. Well, I'd like to thank you, Dr. Staywick, for uh, being our guest on this podcast episode. And I really think this is a, a good way for us to communicate both to staff and community. My pleasure, Rich. Thank you. <laughs>